My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be recording this episode. It's been a long, long time coming, and I'm going to be letting you know so much about this new platform of mine, Superhuman, over the next uh, few weeks. It's been a pretty intense time over the past two weeks. Um, I just got back to the Bahamas. We were living in London all summer, and I just got home two days ago, and it's been back-to-back craziness since, and when I was in London last week, there were so many crazy things happening in the back end of this launch and I swear I could literally create a reality show around how much went wrong, how much we had to do last minute to make it work, how many you know delays and uh, things coming up and that's just the beauty of entrepreneurship and starting a new wing of the business I guess and um, yeah so as you kind of I guess have heard on either the podcast or on my social media, it was a very hard time over the past two, three weeks. And I'm finally feeling like that leg of the journey is over. Um, you know, before launch, there were just so many things coming up and I'm not going to dread you with all the details right now, but me trying to manage a massive team that I've never you know, I've never really done that before. Um, and trying to kind of fit all the puzzle pieces together with everyone and coming up with last minute game plans when things would go wrong and parts of the app wouldn't work. And then, you know, we'd have to do something all over again and we're recording all the content, um, you know, missing meditation files, needing to find them, re-recording all the Pilates and stretching meditation videos for, you know, three times in a row to get them perfect. Like it was just like a lot. (laughs) And, um, during that same time, I hired on my first my first two full time um, people, my music guy and my assistant slash manager, project manager. I'm calling her. We have to come up with a role still, but like during this crazy time, it's like you know I'm taking more people on my internal team. I'm working with a massive massive team full of developers and um, website creators and my marketing team. And it's just like so many moving parts, so much craziness. And at the same time, I was in London, um, you know, in the middle of the city. I wasn't used to the hustle and bustle because I'm just so used to living in the Bahamas now. Like it's been just over a year, but everything's really shifted for me. And I didn't really realize it until getting to London. And I've spoken about this before in the previous episodes, but there's something that really shifted. There's something that really shifted um, within me. And, and in London, like it's just the energy is so intense. And I know that you guys feel it too. If you're in a big city, you know that intense energy. It's it's amazing for some times in your life. Like when my whole life, I grew up in, a, in big cities, you know, it was great at the time. But when you aren't used to it anymore. It's really hard to not feel underlying stress and your adrenals going crazy every time, you know, a siren passes by or there's loud noises or like, you know, just there's people running around like everywhere. It's just so intense. It feels so 
being back here in the silence is really lovely. And I'm actually just sitting on my bed right now recording this very impromptu again. I was going to do it. I'm just laying down. Hold on. I was going to do it um, tomorrow, but I just thought I would do it today because I'm kind of in a talking mood. Um, We just went to the beach. I was sitting in front of my computer all day answering emails, you know, uploading new meditations, editing things. And um, 4.30 rolls along and Ben was like, let's go to the beach and take some time off our computers. And I was like, okay. So we did it and I went swimming in the ocean. It was beautiful and just lovely. And it reminds me why I moved here and um, how much I love it. So I'm really, really happy. I would highly suggest moving somewhere crazy, like an island, um, in your quarter life crisis. So (laughs) it really did, uh, the trick for me, it really changed the game. So anyway, this episode, I want to talk to you about the launch. I want to give you the ins and outs of this new app of mine and just kind of tell you more details. And I don't even know what I'm going to say yet. I just wanted to talk about it because the launch is here. Um, I first off want to say, that the transition from moving all of the current subscribers from Mimi Method to Superhuman was disastrous. We did not expect the problems to come up that did. And I could easily have just been like, everything's fine, guys. You know, it worked smoothly. I thought it was going to work smoothly, but there were things that we did not foresee. And the developers are so amazing and so experienced, but they had never transferred an app Um from an existing app before. Like they haven't, they never did that transfer. Like I have thousands and thousands of subscribers. Like this was not, this was not a light task essentially. So the transfer over was a nightmare. And I'm really sorry if you guys had to deal with this. It really worked for a lot of people, but for like probably like 4,000 of you, like it, I, it really was difficult. So I'm really sorry. And I just don't know what else to say. I've had my team and I full time on emails trying to get this um, all sorted, but thankfully there has been a resolution and the transfer over um, has been resolved and the team's working diligently. Um, I'm, I even have my assistant doing customer service. Like we're all, we're all on it. I was doing customer service today, um, which I must say, I haven't done customer service emails in a a while, like probably a year. And, um, and it's really hard. (laughs) It's really difficult. Um, you know, it's dealing with people that are angry for reasons that are out of your control, like tech issues. Um, seeing how some people speak to my team is pretty unbelievable. Um, I'm not very good at customer service because I will literally just say, okay, you are booted off the platform because you're being so mean to my employee right now. Um, so I could, I had to kind of take a step back. Um, but most, I will say most of you have been incredibly, you know, understanding, um, because a lot of people had some login issues essentially. That was the, um, the problem, like, cause basically going from Mimi method to superhuman, we are changing platforms and, for obviously um, your protection, we don't have access to any of your passwords, right? So everyone that transferred to Superhuman had to reset their password and make a new one because we didn't have that data to move over. Like we don't, like the the platform we use, like, you know, they don't give you passwords. Like I can't see any of your passwords. So to transfer over to the new platform, I know all of your emails. So we needed to get you all to kind of change your passwords and reset it. And apparently that link... I won't go into the details, but that link 
had a bug or something and a lot of people couldn't access it. So that was one issue. Um, but yeah, like, you know, they got sorted within 24 to 48 hours and along this entire time and for the next few months anyways, everyone will still have access to MimiMethod.com. So it's not like people were missing their meditations. They just weren't able to access the new app um, instantly for some of you. And that was very frustrating. I totally understand. But for everyone listening, you can still access Mimi Method um, until we take it down in a couple months. Um, but that's just to kind of make sure, you know, problems like this doesn't affect people's meditation schedule. Um, and there are a few other meditations that I'm still needing to redo to put on the new app, but like literally a handful, like there's probably four or five that are not on superhuman because I haven't re-recorded them yet. Um, I had to re-record hundreds of meditations in the recording studio. So we were launching and there were still four or five that I hadn't done yet. And it's so funny because my OG fans like messaged right away being like, wait, where's this one? I'm like, literally out of hundreds, <laughs> you notice the like three, four that are missing. Um, but that's, I guess, a blessing because people, I guess, love the content. So um, I can't complain about that. But holy camoly, it's been a lot to handle um, this big switch over. But I will say that it was so rewarding because everyone's messages and everyone's reactions seeing this new platform has blown me away. I never really thought about the moment that I would release this thing. All I did was focus on getting it out there. And then once it was released, I was like, oh wait, this is actually a thing. I don't know if you guys also do the same thing. I always do this when I'm working on a big project or I make a big life decision. I don't really focus ever or think about what is actually going to happen when it happens. I just think about the process and getting there. And then when I get there, I'm like, wait, what? I just did this app or like the same thing happened when I moved to London um, six years ago. And it was a very kind of like quick whim decision when I was 18. Um, I, I just packed my bags, moved to London and, and did the whole visa process. And when I got there and I sat down in my new bed in my new apartment, I was like, wait, what? Like I always do this. I'm just like, I know I'm doing it, but I don't actually register the full capacity of the situation until it actually happens. So that kind of happened. I really am so happy that I uh, hosted this launch party in London last week. Um, it was a very impromptu last minute thing. Um, I'm really sorry it couldn't be bigger. There were a lot of people that wanted to come that that weren't able to. And I I see the power of these types of events, not just for me to meet you, but also for you guys to meet each other. That's one of my favorite things about events like this is that these people get to meet each other and form new friendships. And that is just so special, I think. And it's hard to meet people that are into the same stuff as you. So that was something that I really liked to see at the event. Um, but yeah, so just going back to what I was saying, doing this impromptu event just was such a great way to wrap things up. So that same day I launched the brand on socials um, and I was so nervous to press post, but on the Mini Method Instagram, which is now called the Superhuman App Instagram, if you just type in Superhuman App, um, you'll see the, the six image grid that I posted on, on Wednesday last week. And that was essentially introducing the new brand and each caption was like part of the story. And, um, yeah, posting that I was just like, all right, it's real. I cannot believe it. Cause I barely gave anyone any hints over the past six months working on this thing. Like 
I just kind of posted it. And it was just weird because so much thought and effort and back and forth and coming up with new creative ideas have have gone into this brand and this platform. And you're just seeing it for the first time without any context. And that's why over the next few weeks, I want to to tell you, talk to you about the, the decisions behind it all. And I'm going to have my incredible marketing genius CMO Layla on the podcast when I'm in LA um, next month. We're going to do an episode and she was a huge, huge reason why I did this change and you guys are going to love her when you meet her. She's brilliant. I'm also going to have my um, my music engineer, my music guru, Matt, on the podcast and we're going to talk about you know, what we do with the music, why the meditations are so powerful, kind of give you some insight on that process. I, I just want to have a lot of people from my team on the podcast to kind of share the ins and outs and the deeper why. So Layla's team um, really helped with the new brand and we came up with the concepts together. And, you know, just to give you a little bit of a background, like there's such a story to this, you know, back in February, when I started working with her, January, February, um, this is why I made the change. I, I just, I guess I'll tell you now. I'll, I'll tell you the kind of short version of why this change happened, why we chose the brand, why we chose the name, um, you know, why we decided to change the app. I'm going to backpedal here and go back to January uh, 2021. So in January, I, you know, was running Mimi Method and everything was going well and, you know, it was great. And, um, I started to notice, though, that the people that didn't know me as Mimi, the influencer or the person with a social media following and a podcast, people that didn't know me were hesitant to subscribe and try the meditations. And I wondered why. And I was like, okay, you know, um, I need to look into this further. I want to reduce churn. I want to gain more subscribers. And it was already doing well, but the business part of me was like, I could be doing more. And you know, around the same time as well, you know, I was posting my meditations every week, but I needed a new project and I can't ever be bored. That's something about me. I just always want to improve and do more. So I hired on a great marketing uh, team. So I found this agency in the US and they work with Fortune 100s. They're one of the best agencies uh, in my eyes in the States and in many other people's eyes. And um, they're called Mariner's Bow. And I met Leila, the founder, and she'll she'll come on the podcast. And um, I said to her, I'm like, listen, I want to know how to, I don't know, gain subscribers. And um, what did I say to her? I want to know how to be attractive to people that don't know who I am. Because it's all about Mimi, Mimi's method. You know, like it's, you know, I want to I wanna build this into something bigger. These meditations are helping so many people. How do I grow this? It was steadily growing every month, but I was like, there's potential for more here. Look at the testimonials I'm getting. Look at the people on the platform, the results they're seeing. Like, this is actually a really freaking great product. How do I reach more people? And um, yeah, so she was like, okay, like first we have to get started with a research study because they do a lot of, you know, case studies and research on 
um, on big brands and, and they see and they interview loads of people to figure out what the customer actually believes about the product and what will help them understand that, you know, this is something they need in their life and all that stuff. So we started working together, kick off with a big market research project. And this is like a massive project. And at first I was hesitant because it was a lot of money. You know, I'm working with a huge agency here. I don't really, you know, work. I hadn't at that time worked with big agencies like that and hadn't spent that kind of money ever, especially on a research project. I was like, okay, if this, you know, money I'm spending is going to, you know, give me a return directly, then I would be happier to do so. But it was just research. And in my mind, I didn't understand how that, how powerful that could be. Um, now I'm like, wow, you know, I wish I did this earlier. So, um, we did this huge research project and they interviewed loads of subscribers. They interviewed loads of people that followed me that weren't subscribed. And they interviewed loads of people that didn't even know who I was nor subscribed. And what we discovered throughout this whole market research project is that people that don't know me, and this is like a no brainer, you know, when you think about it afterwards, but it was just so obvious, like, but we didn't really see it. We had to, we had to speak to people, people that didn't know me were hesitant to sign up for Mimi method because it's Mimi method. You know what I mean? And it's my method. Why, why do they care about what I have to say? Like if I saw an ad on Facebook for John's method, I wouldn't, subscribe? Why would I try John's method? What does John have? I don't care about John. You know what I mean? So, you know, first of all, it was the whole brand being so about me. And around that same time, I was thinking a lot about my future. And I, it was kind of like the perfect timing that we did this project, that we discovered these things. Because back in January, I was really starting to think about the future of Mimi Method. I kind of started it not really knowing where it was going. It started doing really well. We pivoted to more a meditation-based platform. You know, it was growing pretty quickly. And, and I was now thinking, what do I want with my future? And I came to realize around that same time that I didn't really want it to be all about me anymore. And of course, I'm the face of the brand and it's my voice and my meditations and my experience that I'm sharing. But I kind of just don't really love being front and center all the time. Like I, it's not really a goal of mine anymore. And, you know, I used to associate success with, you know, following or this or that. And now I don't. Now I, I really define success as me being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want, helping as many people as possible and setting my schedule and, um, you know, doing whatever I, I want in my life. And, you know, at the end of the day, I it kind of was a perfect timing thing because we realized that it wasn't really going to grow as much as it could with me in the name I don't personally think and the research didn't show um and it was limiting the product this is the biggest thing Mimi method with its old cute pastel boutique influencer brand branding and it being hosted like my old app and my old platform on Mimi method was hosted by um like a company that does loads of influencer apps and stuff. Like it was just like very basic. Like a lot of people have that type of look um, on their app. Like it's a template because it's, you're not developing your own app. You're using a company, which is an amazing way to get started. And I would never have done it a different way. But once you, you know, are making enough money to invest in your own app and your own platform, like it just makes sense because it just brings you, it, 
it kind of like lowers the competition in a way or like changes the competition because you're you're not just doing what all the other influencers are doing. Do you know what I mean? Um, so from a business perspective, I was like, yeah, I want something bigger. Like I want to help more people. I want my meditations to be, you know, a household name. And, and I think the way to do that is to change things around and just upgrade everything. So long story short, we discovered that so many things like that was just one big thing we discovered in the market research uh, kind of thing we did but that aside we decided to change things around and at first I was so hesitant to change the name I was actually really I went through a good month in February when we kind of decided um to change things around here or I decided um I I was going through a really weird month where I felt very nostalgic and I felt very sad. It was, you know, that feeling you get when you go to your old childhood home or you see your old childhood room or pictures when you were a kid. It's kind of like that bittersweet, oh, you know, like I wish I could relive that or I wish I could hold on to that. So it was a very emotional time for me making this decision to change things around. Like, of course, I keep saying it's an upgrade. It's amazing. But there, I need to be honest, there was a time where my heart hurt doing this, but I knew deep down in my gut that it was the right decision and it was going to help more people in the long run and it was going to grow my business in the long run and give me the life that I want. And I want to do big things. And that's just the core driver inside of me. I know I want to do big things. So it was natural. And that I can feel the feeling now thinking back at that time, it was like, full of anxiety. I was going on long walks, trying to figure things out and doing so many meditations, trying to get clear. And it was like, I could stay here and maintain, you know, the growth the business currently is in. And it, it was doing really well. Like I, I did really well with it just being Mimi method, you know, and, and I could have easily sat in that comfort zone and basked in the small success I already had. I'm looking back at small because of the potential that I now see for this platform. And, you know, I could have just sat comfortably with that. And over the years, it would have grown a bit word of mouth, people, you know, finding me on Instagram and then subscribing. Or I could have gone down an avenue of creating something different and something with more potential, something bigger. What if I, and I thought to myself back then, what if I actually invested a lot of the money, most of the money that I made from this platform already back into the business and made and created a custom app that was way more user-friendly, that made sense? What if I hired on the best of the best to create this new vibrant brand that actually represented the meditations and the outcome that the meditations produce for my customers because I always knew deep down Mimi Method pastel brand, like, you know, kind of like boho chic vibe. The meditations were different. Like the feeling they gave you, like it wasn't this like calming meditation vibe. It's like invigorating, like energizing. I want to go live my best freaking life vibe. And I don't think Mimi Method ever aligned with it as much as I love Mimi Method. And it's like crazy how much it's grown like from when I when I just launched it like how the brand has evolved and grown it's just 
I'm always going to have a very special place in my heart with Mimi Method. And I think one of the biggest things that broke my heart about leaving Mimi Method behind as a brand. Um, and by the way, I still might do something with it in the future. Like I still have the website handle. I still have the Instagram handle. I still have the branding. Like I'm going to hold on to it because I might do something with it in the future. But going back to what I was saying, the one thing that broke my heart the most is that for Christmas, so like one month prior for Christmas, my dad is an artist. My, both my parents are artists. My dad does glass art, like glass work, and he'll do like cool chandeliers, cool sculptures, cool big bowls and stuff. Anyway, he made me a custom like plaque, uh, like how do I even say this? Like it's like big. It's it's probably just like it's like as, as big as a laptop or something, and it's this glass engraved plaque or stand with the MM logo. And it's sitting on my desk and it's this beautiful handmade glass plaque of, of my logo. And my dad made it for me one month before I decided to change things. And that was one of the biggest things. I just got so sad because I was like, I wanted to have this forever and show that this was just the beginning. And then I thought to myself, you know what, Mimi, I can. It will always be Mimi Method at the beginning and Superhuman will always have been Mimi Method. It's just an evolution. So it was a very long, hard process back in February, deciding to actually change this. And then in March, I flew to Miami to meet my marketing team for the first time. And um, we sat down and just brainstormed. And having a visionary like Leila, my my CMO, next to me was invigorating. Being able to get into that creative flow state with another human being that's on the same level as you with with what you want in life like she has huge goals and she has a big big mind and she triggered that inside of me as well in an even greater way so meeting her like I just remember that trip um we got so inspired by all these different elements around us like we just spent days and days sitting and talking and moving and you know just discussing this new concept and I hired her team to help me with the new brand and the new website and um, all that stuff. So that's why she was so involved. And um, yeah, so around that same time, I was looking for new developers because I decided, you know what, why not go big or go home? And um, from the market research as well, we discovered that my app just wasn't good enough for what we wanted. And of course it wasn't. It was a template app that I used from a company and it's, you know, you pay like, 1500 bucks a month to have this, um, company host like your app. And it's just all like, you know, cookie cutter. And it's amazing for so many people, but I just felt like I owed it to you guys because you've made this platform grow so much over the past year that I'm like, why don't I just put a shit ton of money into a new Epic app and just do it for all of us? Cause I'm going to do it at some point. Why not do it now? So I took that big risk and, um, and it worked out in my favor because I, I found a great, a great, great team of my, my developers. And I basically Googled, um, who developed the Headspace app? Cause I was like, what's a meditation app that's, you know, mainstream and big and good. And obviously Headspace is one of them. And so I Googled it and I found this company that developed the first, um, the first, I think like four versions of Headspace before they got an in-house development team. So they were with Headspace for their massive growth. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hire them. 
and um, we negotiated a deal and I took them on and months later, you know, they created the app and yeah, so it, it was a lot of ups and downs for that too, though. I'm not going to lie. You know, we had we had a lot of disagreements between the two teams, between the development team, the app developers, and my branding and marketing and design team. On the other hand, we had a lot of disagreements, you know, about the designs and this and that. And, you know, there was a lot of back and forth, but all in all, it got sorted. And again, I'm telling you, the drama could have been a reality show. But anyway, um, everyone's great and um, now, and it, it's all good. But going back to the decision, so it, we started kind of transferring things over. And around that same time, I was like, okay, I need to hire on a professional sound person. Because back in January, February, March, and even maybe even April, I think I started working with Matt in like May. I don't even remember. But literally for almost a year, my video editor would help me by putting music together. And then I would record the meditations on my microphone and edit the sound myself by spending literally hours editing out the the blank space in between each word I would say, and then putting it, mixing it together, mixing it together myself on my garage band on my computer, and then like, making a half decent meditation out of it. Um, or I would record it in video form, which the quality just wasn't good enough. And I know a lot of you guys love the meditations where I'm on video, but I will say the quality is just shit. Like when I listen to those old ones, I can't get into the state because the background noise, the quality of my voice, the quality of the music, like none of it's really as optimal. And then I also thought to myself, you know, you're not supposed to have your eyes open for meditation. So that's something else I say to people and they're like, I miss the ones of you on video. I'm like, your eyes are supposed to be closed. <laughs> so um, it was a natural transition. I needed to get rid of the video meditations and hire on an audio specialist if I wanted to really help as many people as I can. And that's the thing I keep going back to. It's like, I want to grow this thing, obviously, because I want my dreams to come true with my business goals. But I also want to influence as many people as I can because this work changes lives and I know it and I've seen it firsthand. And if you've done my meditations consistently, you'll know you, you just see the shift. So that's my biggest driver of all. You know, when I think about my dream life, of course, I, I want a good life and I want to be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want and give to, to the people I love and be able to support the people around me. But I also think of myself on a stage somewhere helping thousands of people and just like I I think about the people that come up to me if I meet them in person whether that was at my event or in the past when I've seen people in real life and I've had people come up to me and, and like literally start crying about how the meditations have helped them through a difficult time or a parent's death or a big bad breakup or something and I start crying too and I'm just like that's my why. Of course, money is great. You know, if everyone wants money because it's freedom. I'm all for that. But the biggest fulfillment I've ever experienced in my life is someone coming up to me with tears in their eyes, telling me that I've helped them. And I'm going to cry right now talking about this because I get so emotional. But getting back to the point, <laughs> This is my mission. This is my work. And I've never felt more clear in my life. And it took years to get to this point. But I see it all crystal clear now. 
and everything that has happened in my life has led me here and I finally found it. And if you're listening right now and you don't know what the hell you want to do with your life, just know we've all been there. I was there for a very long time. I tried so many things for, I would say four or five years. It was back to back, trying new things, trying new things. And nothing really clicked until one thing did click. And that one thing was the Mimi Method's first version, which was workouts and recipes and meditations at the bottom because I didn't think anyone would like the meditations. And then as it transitioned, everyone really started liking the, the meditations. And I was like, okay, what if I do more of these? And then as things transitioned, I just pivoted and made it all meditation focused and it just worked so well. And um, yeah, so anyways, going back to Superhuman and the launch, you know, this has been an incredible, intense ups and downs journey that I can tell you so many more stories about, but it's been a long time in, in coming and I want to give you more insight on the brand and, you know, the the logo and the vibrant colors and, you know, it's everything about this app needed to embody what the meditations made you feel like. This isn't a calming meditation app. Of course, some of the meditations do have the side effect of calming you and grounding you, but the biggest part of my work is is not to, you know, get you to not think about anything and to focus on your breath. Like that's not the meditations I teach. The meditations I teach, I teach are to help you feel more alive, to make you understand that you can become anything you want in your world and to get you into that that full body goosebump state of just feeling like you're on top of the world and that's what the branding needed to encompass vibrant you know blues and oranges and gradient it's like futuristic it's you know the brands that really inspired us for branding were apple spotify um and what else like it's more of a tech company, which sounds weird, but that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted it to feel clean and modern and fresh and vibrant. Like you're in, you're, you open the app and you're just in this superhuman world. And, um, if you guys haven't checked out the website, you definitely should go to superhuman.app. And that website is incredible. My amazing developer and designer, he, he, he's the one that actually developed the superhuman logo and brand as well the one the guy that did my website he's like multi-talented crazy crazy talented and just go through the website and flow through it feel the energy of it like little moving bubbles everywhere like you know just like that website is out of control that website i'm so proud of that is an incredible website and if you guys want to see what top top notch brand and website looks like go look at it because it cost me more than I have ever thought a brand, a website would cost me, but it was worth every single freaking penny. The brand, every single thing about it is just so thought out. You know, I, I could tell you this crazy story about the this glass ball I found, and that was like the triggering inspiration for Superhuman. Okay, I'll tell this one story and then I'll leave you because it's going to be a long podcast. Um, okay, so I, back in like December or November even, before I even knew I was doing this change, I found this small glass sphere in my house 
And it was, we we moved in, nothing was here. Like we, this ball came out of nowhere. Like I literally have no idea where it came from. And it's this perfect small, it's like a big marble, but it's not a marble. It's just pure, clean, clear glass. And it's like, it fits in the palm of your hand. And I started playing with it. Like I just like found it randomly in my house one day, like on the ground. And I'm like, I've, I could not tell you where it came from. I asked Ben, I asked my friends, I came over. I was like, did you guys leave this? Like I looked on the furniture. It didn't come off of anything. Like no one knew where it came from. And I held on to it for some reason. And I'm like pretty cutthroat with things, getting rid of things. I get rid of things all the time. I throw things out like right, left, left, right, and center. And I, like, I don't like keeping random shit around the house. So I don't know why I held on to this small glass ball. I was like, I like this thing. I'm going to hold on to this. It was weird. It was like a weird inner knowing just to hold on to this ball. And I was like, okay, this is like in November. So I kept it on my desk in this little bowl that I have there. And I just like looked at it sometimes and I just liked it. I don't know. I had a, I liked its energy or something. I don't know. I just, I was attracted to it. So I kept it. And then when I was trying to come up with the new concept of this new brand, I saw it there and I'm like, this is what I want superhuman to look like and feel like. And I don't know what it was about it, but I saw this glass perfect ball sphere, whatever it is, amongst all the other things in my apartment, everything in my palm and everything around me, it was just this perfection. And everything around me was like organic and, you know, it had imperfections, but this glass ball was perfect and clean and modern and futuristic. And looking at it around all these other things was like, that's what I want the brand to be. This is what superhuman makes you feel like. Um, And back then, you know, I don't think we came up with the name yet. Maybe I did. I don't remember. But Superhuman was just like, I was brainstorming names for ages and it just came up. And um, and I wanted the name to embody, and this is a great marketing tip from my CMO when she told me um, what to think about when I was thinking of a name. You want the name of your product to encompass the result, not the process. So I could have called it Mimi Method, which is the process, <laughs> which it was called, or I could call it the result. And I was like, what is, what does the, what do these meditations make you feel like? And up on the list was like bliss, you know, unlimited. I was really thinking unlimited for a while, but mm, bliss, you know, unstoppable. No, I don't like that. You know, I just, there were so many different words. And then I was on the phone with my dad one day and, um, Ben was there and he, my dad was on speaker. My dad was like, what about supernatural? And I was like, no, that's like too spiritual. You know what I mean? Like my meditations aren't spiritual, supernatural. I don't, I don't vibe with that. And then I thought, what about superhuman? And then at the same time, Ben was like, that's what I was just thinking. What about superhuman? And I looked at my notes, my brainstorming, and I had actually written down superhuman, but I just passed through it. So it wasn't like one of those light bulb moments, really. It was just kind of like, okay, yeah, that's it. Um, but anyway, going back to the ball story, <laughs> like when I went to Miami that first trip with Leila, I brought I brought it with me because I was I looked at her and I was like, this is what I want the brand to encompass. So we got really inspired by Apple because I around, around the same time, I also bought my new laptop. And the process that 
I went through opening up this new MacBook from its box and like the sleek plastic coming off. And when you open the box, everything's so perfect. I'm like, I want people to feel like this when they look at the brand. So we started, you know, having all these considerations of having the ball involved in the branding. At the end of the day, when you see the branding now, it kind of made the cut when it comes to the details of the brand, that like perfect sphere of white, clear ball. (laughs) But the main part of the brand is that kind of like gradient ball that that's moving from, how do I even, this is really hard to explain in audio form. I wish I could show you the visual. Just go to the website and look at it. But you can see these like kind of contained balls floating. And then you can all, and that kind of encompasses the superhuman world. So when you go inside of these, you know, balls, (laughs) I don't know how to say this in a non-twisted way. That's like basically when you go into these worlds, it's like balls. (laughs) You're in the superhuman world. But anyway, when it comes to logo, you have this sphere that that has these like layers of dimensions that are just going outwards. And that embodies like the different layers of yourself and your the different dimensions of you and the different, you know, parts of yourself that you're becoming. It's kind of like this becoming transition in the logo. Um, anyway, there's so much more I could say about this, but yes, my glass ball ended up having a huge impact on the brand. And, um, yeah, the team I've worked with have been out of control. Incredible. We've gotten so close over the past six months, never going to leave them. Like they are just, I love working with great people. Can't believe how long this is. Ben is dying for food. He just messaged me saying, when's dinner? It's six 30. I'm going to go make dinner. Um, And yeah, I just, I hope you enjoyed this episode. More to come. There's so much I can say. All in all, go check out Superhuman. Um, If you go to the app store, you can just type in Superhuman and it'll be probably the first one that comes up and um, try it out. I'm offering a 14 day free trial and money back guarantee. So if you don't love the meditations, like we literally will give you your your money back because we know just matter of fact, these can change your life. And, um, if you don't love them, then I'm kind of shocked to be honest, not, not in a cocky way, but just because of the incredible content there is on there. And it's not just me. It's my whole team that, that has impacted this. Like, God, I can't wait for the episode I'm going to do with Matt, my music engineer. Cause he is just like on another level. He's obsessed with bringing in frequencies to help you trigger new, you know, new brain waves. And he's just like a genius. So anyway, all to say, try it out. And um, yeah, if you're already an existing member, subscriber, thank you for bearing with me through this transition. I just want to say you guys are amazing. And um, I'm just so, so damn grateful for having you in my community. Like I have an amazing community and it's just it's just fabulous to have. And, um, if you ever have any tech problems on the app or like need support, just go to the website. There's a contact form there, or you can also just, uh, email info at superhuman.app. Go check out the website. It's my baby. I love this website, superhuman.app and just go check it out. And, um, there is a new meditation released every day of the week. So five new meditations every week on superhuman. 
And soon we're going to be releasing new features like the download option, the autoplay option, adding in a quiz for personalized content. There's so much coming. Like this launch is just the beginning. We have so much in the pipeline. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you are loving the new app, please, can you please rate and review it on the app store? Um, I would maybe not rate and review. I think it's just review. I'm so used to the podcast lingo, rate and review. (laughs) But if you love the app, please, please, please go. Or if you're an existing member, please go to the app store and, and review it for me. That would mean the world to me just because since we're focusing on the app side of things, we don't have the desktop anymore um, or the web app anymore. I really would appreciate that because it's it's so important to get more visibility. So let me know what you think about it. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day and let me know any questions you have. I'm going to make sure to answer them in another podcast soon. Bye.